Before she joined the team, Bethany Broadoak went on her own adventures for the Captain Britain Corps and the Britannic Empire. Let's take a look back at it this week on Exiled. <laughs> figures in a ship traveling through what is known as the bleed the space between one reality's universes and inside this rather boxy and unimpressive ship we get a look at the four figures let's go and introduce them in order of the character sheets so my name is Charlie, and I play Bethany Broadoak, a mutant telepath who is also a member of the Britannic Empire. I'm Jen. I'll be playing Giggles, uh, who is played by Doug Jones. Uh, they are a uh, warpy, which is like a mutant, but war harder. Um, and they have light powers. They were warped by the Jasper's warp. Hi, I am Sam. I am only slightly reeling from the specific detail Jen gave us about Giggles being played by Doug Jones. <laughs> and I am playing Kimberly, the dual sword-wielding sky pirate who later joined the Britannic Empire and also is an alien. A blue lady. A blue lady with three fingers on each hand and loves sabers and isn't related to Nightcrawler. Or Longshot. I was confused. Or Longshot. It's a different one. I was confused by this when I was looking her up. And I'm Devin and I will be playing Howard. Howard the Duck. Uh, he is an alien who looks like an anthropomorphic duck. And everyone got very lucky tonight because Walmart would not sell the duck calls that I was going to use to be very obnoxious during this episode. That's Literally really the only sad. time I've ever said thank you, Walmart. Walmart yeah. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Walmart. My rubber chicken is on top of the uh, shark, so I, I don't want to reach all the way up to get that off. That wouldn't even be close enough to warrant it. Devin, if I send you a link to an online place where you can get duck calls, will that be helpful? Potentially. <laughs> okay. Uh, Devin, whenever you want yes. to have me insert in a duck sound, just say insert duck sound here. Yes. Oh, God. Do, you, do you want to give it a try? Uh, insert duck sound here. Excellent. Oh, wasn't that a great duck sound? Oh boy. Man. Just keep coming on with those. It's like I'm in the pond. 
Uh, but yes, currently you are all on a mission as former Captain's Britain, except for Bethany, who never got to become a Captain Britain, uh, to retrieve a ship that has been stolen. And this ship is of interest to the Britannic Empire, which is why Byron Broadoak uh, sent you on this mission, which is not official Britannic Empire work. Under the table, as it were. Yes. Who was piloting the ship? Probably the ex-Sky Pirate, right? Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimri is. All right. Well, roll me a agility check to pilot, and if you have any relevant backgrounds, let me know. Yes, we're back to classic phase rip. <laughs> if you missed it, we've got a lot more coming up soon. Okay. Yeah, that's in the yellow. So you are piloting your ship and... Uh, you aren't really having any problems. The bleed can be a bit temperamental at times, depending on how you're going, but this very boxy and unattractive shift ship is doing its job well enough. And you come across the side, the starboard side of this large, what looks to be a massive uh, cruise liner. Can I just say real quick, a little disappointed mm-hmm. that my character who could have like a you know stylish cruiser of some kind is still relegated to the space van uh cliff has truly cursed me (laughs) one would think a sky pirate yeah listen you're british now at least the star jammer is cool uh yeah so um is is this the uh the target Bethany, you look at it, and the registration marks do mark it as the HMS Shift Ship Britannic, which is your target. It appears to be, though I do not think I was expecting something like quite like this. I'll have to speak with my brother about that, though I do hope that it's not entirely occupied by what I believe it might be. Well then, Mr. Howard, drop the anchor. Mr. Giggles, prepare to board. So did they steal the ship, or is this the stolen ship? It's rather impressive either way. It is, but I think the best thing for us to do is go in undetected. This is after all, uh, something under the table or off the books, as it were, so I'm going to cloak us telepathically, and then we can go from there. Does that sound all right to everyone? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think so. We can do it quiet for now. All right. Uh, can you roll me a telepathy check to uh, get you all invisibly onto the ship? That's a 69. Nice. Nice! That's a crit. That's a crit. (laughs) Yeah, 69 is automatically a crit in this game. Hell yes. (laughs) House rules since day one. Yeah, so uh, how do you want to get onto the ship? Do you want to get onto, like, the, like, surface deck? Or do you want to try and, like, see if you can get your way into a porthole? However you want to get in is fine with me. I think because we are 
cloaked telepathically, I think it would not be a big deal to actually just go onto the deck. But I'm up for I'm up for anything. Okay. I feel like a holiday maker. So the four of you end up on the deck, which is mostly empty. It takes a like hardened constitution, even with what with what life support is on the deck of the Britannic to survive out here for too long. And so you aren't seeing anybody, and you can either go directly towards the like captain deck where the controls to the ship are, you can try and investigate the ship more. How do you want to proceed? Oh, it, oh dear, this isn't much of a like party at all. Whatever was on this ship, I can sweep the ship and see if there are any living life forms here, but I don't want to do that as risk to our telepathic cover. And maybe it would be best to do it inside. Perhaps. Perhaps. Kimberly, do you mind um, making your way to the captain's deck? Um, I don't want to split up too much, but I believe having somebody with your caliber expertise um, behind the wheel might do us some good. Why, you flatter me. I try. And uh, I, I, I head up to do it. Uh, yeah, so you head to the bridge, said Luke, after he googled cruise ship vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's the bar, and there's the pool, and there's the theater, (laughs) and there's the karaoke room. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, inside is a red-haired woman who is currently piloting the ship. She looks to be uh, standard human and there is a weird vehicle of some sort in here as well right now that doesn't seem to be active but she is currently steering the ship okay H- has she seen me at all uh have you fully gone into the room there is a door that you actually have to get into to be in the bridge itself I'm, I'm just sort of peeking and uh using our telepathic link that Bethany surely set up for us to communicate what I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has not noticed you yet. Okay. So, do I go in? Do I wait? There's something strange in there with her. Ooh. I can make a door where the door should be. And then you can go in and she won't notice. And try not to cause any unneeded casualties it gets messy yes yes we don't like mess and I make a big show of sheathing my swords (laughs) Uh, Mr. Giggles if you would well are the rest of you looking at uh, Kimri right now I think I think Bethany is like interested in what's going on so um, she's probably like focused on that, but that's more of a psychic follow. Like, do any of you think you have direct eye contact on her? No, I am looking no. very closely at every detail of this door. Okay, and I'm just kind of looking around. I'm just like keeping like my presence there. Same. 
All right. Then as you put your sword away, uh, roll me a quick uh, agility check, Kimri. Why, Luke, I would love to. That is a 71, which is just in the... Oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's in the yellow. Just in the yellow. You quickly reel back as you feel a sword blade go and slightly uh, touch your neck. It's not enough to actually make a deep cut, but you notice that there is a figure cloaked in all white who has two katanas, Japanese swords, pulled out next to you. And he seems to be uh, leaned up precariously, but with a immense amount of balance as he stares down at you. I am... Uh, remaining very still. This was after I sheathed my swords? Yes, after you sheathed your swords. Fuck okay. Uh, I'm just like, well... Okay, I think I've got the here. essence of the door. Okay, do you have the essence of the man cloaked in all white and wielding two katanas? Not wakazashi, another Japanese blade, but katanas, and uh, pointing one directly at my neck. I turn. <laughs> uh, you can also see the figure cloaked in white. Give me a minute and I will. Um, uh, Splendid. Uh, Bethany says um, to Kimri, stay very still. I believe you already know that. Yes, didn't seem I had many other options. Um, I think um, Bethany can only do so much, so I think she is surprised that um, giving the telepathic link that there were like more, there was more than one person on the boat and someone who ambushed them. So I think she's going to like, um, like push, um, push a little bit into this this. Um, white cloaked man with two swords is <laughs> uh, mind. mind yes <laughs> uh yeah yeah all right roll your uh telepathy but this is going to be at a minus two column shift because of mental defenses all right oh um that's a nine <laughs> do we have uh, you uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to spend karma, uh, you can spend 20 to get a reroll. Up to you, though. Uh, that's a... You know, I'm just gonna reroll this. <laughs> a nine is, like, bad, like, real bad. Um, I'm gonna reroll, so I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna mm -hmm. spend that karma. Okay, I marked that down for you. Okay. That's a 74. All right, that is uh, just in the yellow. Mm. So you are able to enter into the defenses of the mind that have been set up. And you don't often come across people who have psychic defenses that are set up like this, where it is literally caused by years of ninja training that they have gone through. But uh, you can ask two questions about this mysterious ninja dressed in white whose name you have found is Storm Shadow 
I didn't know what direction you were going, Luke. I said I was I was going other places than my brain was trained to do. Um, but <laughs> um, but I've woken up. Um, so just can I ask questions of him directly, or am I asking you questions uh, about him? Uh, you are looking through his mind. So sort of, what are you looking for in his mind? How did he get here? Mm-hmm. And... Oh my gosh. What his intentions are. Like, are they murderous? Like, basically, like, does he ca- he want to cause harm, or are we, are we just, did we just surprise him? So, as you are looking into his mind, you see him and some sort of strange military question mark organization like there's not a lot of continuity with uniforms like there's a guy who's just wearing a blue uh dress shirt that is tied off around the waist uh but he and the woman with the red hair who you find out is named scarlet uh were the only people who were able to escape from their universe they found this ship and they have been trying to pick up as many other people as they can to try and find a new universe to safely resettle Mm. So, refugees without a home, as it were. So I think she um, tries to speak with his mind directly and says, We're not here to harm you, but I implore you to let my friend go, or this could get messy. He sheaths the swords that he had pulled out on Kimri. And you can also see him visualizing that he did that. Because Storm Shadow doesn't talk, I tried to limit the number of character voices I was going to do this week. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Kimri, I think it's safe to move now. Move through the door past this katana-wielding gentleman, or...? Stay where you are. We'll be on the way shortly. Disregard what I said. So I think um, Bethany is going to just like go like just like go towards where Kimri is like the, the like there's there's been no plan so far so she's just going to like go where these strangers are and hopefully there won't be any sort of fight at least right now uh so uh you guys are all able to make it or so y'all are all able to make it onto the bridge where uh as you like open the door to go in a tiny bell rings which would have given Kimri away if you tried to sneak in and Scarlet greets and says well howdy y'all uh did not expect to see anyone like you uh visiting our ship what what brings y'all here your ship I believe this is a ship but not yours well yeah by right at least and you believe it's y'all ship Yes, this ship is property of the Britannic Empire, and you have commandeered it, so I believe that would make you, by at least right, a pirate. Do we get a quick cut to Kimri? Um, uh, Kimri is not paying attention as much as trying to make small talk with Storm Shadow. <laughs> so, katanas? I, I prefer cutlasses, but uh, really any sword that you can wield with both hands is... I, 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 I was thinking maybe about a show in my future. 
Storm Shadow, who has entered the room, says nothing. Yeah, he doesn't speak much. He took a vow of silence as part of the Rashikage clan. But now, uh, we found this ship in our own universe, and that is how we got out of here. So, if y'all would be nice and sweet, unless you are looking for some help, we, uh, are not planning on giving up this ship. We are trying to save as many people as we can with it. And I ain't heard of your Britannic Empire. Well, maybe you should familiarize yourself with that in the future, starting now. <sighs> Give me a moment. I I need to speak with my brother. And I think um, she exits. She exits the room. Like she's she's kind of like she's not in a huff, but she's kind of just like, okay, well. This is clearly somebody who, clearly people that, like, are just, like, on their last legs, but, like, she has a mission to do, so I think she's going to try and, like, communicate with Byron somehow. Who sent them on this mission? Who may have known, well known what was going on because they didn't have much information? Mm-hmm. Hey, Howard, do you have any blade preferences? Uh, knives, even? No, I, I'm more of a gun person myself. I heard of a universe where spiky-haired boys have guns that are also blades. Well, we're, we're not in any universe that I've been to. try and get Devin to talk as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> okay, so you wanted to call Brian? Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to get the 411 on this situation as as it as it were. Hello, love, it's me, your brother. Like <laughs> how you answer the phone. <laughs> the phone. Yes, thank you. <sighs> Byron, we found the ship. Wonderful. So you're going to bring it back? It's inhabited. By rats? No. <laughs> By people who have apparently taken the ship as refuge because their universe is gone. Well, that's not a good thing. Uh, do they fit what we're looking for in the Empire? One, perhaps. Warrior. Swords. Doesn't speak much. Perhaps a good fit, actually. The other, I'm not certain. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to your discretion if you want to bring them back or not. Um, yeah, we, we need that ship. Merlin said he's got uh, plans for a ship like that. I'll contact you when it's done. Sounds good. God save the king. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> I think it was a telepathic link, and I think she just like is like, no, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, being mean is hard, Luke. Um, 
I'm just saying. Uh. You, want, you want me to help? You want me to help? <laughs> do you do you want to help? <laughs> this is a trap. This is a trap. As you are, trap. as you like wrap up your telepathic call, uh, a creature pokes at your leg. It says, hey, I haven't seen you before. How are you doing? What kind of creature? Uh, it's got like a really weird ridged nose and a lot of fur, sort of puppety. Oh, awful. Yeah. Um, uh, excuse you, please never touch me again. Oh, sorry, your majesty. That is actually correct. Now, what are you and what are you doing here? Oh, I'm a Gordon Shumway. And I'm on the boat. My world got destroyed. Well, I left my first world, and then the world that I moved to got destroyed. And so now I'm out here, looking for a new world. Well, isn't that nice? (laughs) 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 Sorry, there's just messages that are happening. Oh, oh my... Hey, remember that revolt that we talked about? <laughs> Is the cast of ER going to show up? <laughs> uh, Marvel published an ALF comic. Marvel did not publish an ER comic. Oh my God, it's ALF. I had to take a second. I had to take a second and realize that. Jesus. Look, really? <laughs> Okay, okay. Can I shut down his mind? Uh, You want to shut down Alf's mind? Yeah, go for it. Yes, we all do. She is a Captain Britain. (laughs) At this point, Lynn, you've given me little choice. So, yes, yes, I do. That's a 91. Uh, Yeah. You have shut down Alf's mind. Do you have any cat? <laughs> and Alf is now drooling as his mind is shut down and he is in an indefinite coma. <laughs> Glad we uh, dealt with that before it could get out of control. <laughs> Gordon in a coma, I know. I know. It's very serious. Oh my god. Also glad that my Google search for Urkel Marvel comic brought up nothing. (laughs) No. No. I know what I was using here. Okay. Oh Oh, jeez. Yeah, um, she moves his uh, lifeless body out of the way with her shoe. (laughs) And uh, continues and walks back to the... Now, as me and my friend Bumblebee here was saying, we do not plan to give up this ship. Well, if you don't plan on abandoning the ship so we can take it back, then I suppose we can take the ship back with you on it. Well, if you're offering us a place to stay, then I think that would be mighty hospitable, and it looks like you're some sort of organized group, so... I'm fine with that. Yes, yes. I believe you will 
do just fine. Well, I believe that's settled. I ran into a thing on the deck. <laughs> and um, I'm unsure why you're letting trash float around your ship. But I've dealt with it for you. Are there any other unsavory characters on this boat? I don't know what you mean by unsavory. If you mean colorful characters, yes, we have quite a few. Oh, delightful, delightful. Well, hopefully they won't touch me and or um, need anything else from me. So, well, I think Kimri will take the lead here and then we can all make it back to where we came. Boy, I haven't had a good press ganging in such time. Okay, well, Miss Scarlet, uh, I'll give you the coordinates here, and, uh, uh, giggles. Howard, go ahead and meet people. I'll be busy here. And so, yeah, we'll do some quick montages of people meeting people. So, Howard, uh, are you yes. just going to be exploring the boat? Yes. Uh, yeah, as you are, you run across a very large cyborg uh, kangaroo. G'day, mate! Fucker. My name's Ip-Hop. You fuck. You're a fuck, man. <laughs> Hello, I'm Howard. <laughs> are you a duck? Are you a member of Fruit Force like I am? No, I'm an alien. I've learned from being on Earth that I resemble a duck. <laughs> what what the fuck is a Brute Force? Oh, we were a bunch of animals given cybernetic enhancements. We were supposed to stop another group that had... Also gotten cybernetic enhancements that were stolen by an evil corporation. You see, corporations cause pollution across the earth. And that sort of pollution causes long-term detrimental effects. But you could help fight back it against it by doing things like recycling and using reusable straws. Or biodegradable straws. Luke, do I still have the Captain Britain powers? No, you have been stripped of your suit that gave you the Damn. powers. You have quack foo. You have quack foo. No. We won't start an incident right now. <laughs> well, I'm off to go play a didgeridoo in the outback. <laughs> and, uh, I Can think... Can me around? What? Can you show me around? Oh, yeah. What part of the ship do you want to see? We got the muster station, the Lido, the stateroom, the port, the aft, the bow, the starboard, gangway, <laughs> galley. Yeah, the place where you get rid of your trash, um, the airlock. <laughs> oh. You go to drop a turkey in the port, do you? Yes. Uh, you are taken to the bathroom. 
<laughs> Howard just leaves him. <laughs> ah, alright. Nervous pisser, I understand. Well, I'll wait here for you. He is not quite putting it together that he is on the inside of the bathroom and you have left him <laughs> to go down the hallway. Oh, boy. Uh, so, Giggles, what are you up to? Um, well, I would like to scavenge the ship for art materials because my real vocation as an installation artist um and of course the first thing i come across is this, this really wonderful puppet that i found so i'm going to carry it around with me hey hey hands off the merchandise no. No. Oh. <laughs> who, who is tried. throwing their voice oh that's me where are you i i'm under your arm Oh, okay, okay, I'll play along. So, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, Gordon Shumway. Oh, that's a fantastic name for a puppet. My name is Giggles. Well, that's a fantastic name for whatever you are. Thank you. So, uh... um... I've come here because we're reclaiming the ship, I suppose. For your art? Well, I mean... Don't, don't say it too loudly. They might... My compatriots might hear you. For your art? I hope so. I, I, I don't want to think so big, though. Surely I could get a piece or something. I don't... Oh, the things I could do with a whole cruise liner, though. <laughs> like crash it. <sighs> it would be... such a statement about the impermanence of... being and... realities and vacations. Well, sounds like fun. Uh, you know, we have a crafting station down below deck. A crafting station? Yep. We got glue. Tastier <gasps> glue. Uh, cotton balls. Markers. Pencils. Highlighters. Colored pencils. All sorts of things. Some of it's tasty. Do you have a secondary control area where one might power the ship if one needed to back it up. Something oh, you mean like the engine room? Bridge. Yes. The engine yes. room? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got that. And you are <laughs> led down uh, being instructed by the ALF under your arms to uh, where the engine room is and it is massive boilers uh, there's other assorted characters f 
from Marvel published comics that are in this room. Yep, is this what you were looking for? Oh yes, oh yes. Now, hmm, hmm, hmm. You there, do you know how to, um, you know, override controls or anything of some such? I'm very oh. curious about how ships work. <laughs> well, yeah, what are, what are you looking to override? Oh, the direction, really, I, I just want to know what it can do. Oh, uh, well, here's the manual that I found. I was going to eat it after lunch, but uh, <gasps> you can probably use it a lot more effectively. <laughs> you're very, I, I really don't understand where you're throwing your voice from. It's very clever. Yeah, I've probably got like three or four more seasons in me. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand perfectly. And I think with that we cut back onto deck with Kimberly, uh, Scarlet, and uh, Bumblebee, the Transformer everybody loves. <laughs> Could have chosen so many Transformers that I have an affection for. Choose the bullshit man. <laughs> you mean the bullshit man who I don't have to voice? Is he... ah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Bumblebee not talking was an idea introduced by the Bay movies, but it's fine. I'm not going to get into this. This is not the podcast for it, and there isn't one for it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to our new spinoff podcast, Queer Formers, a queer discussion podcast about the Transformers. Okay, so yeah, Kimry's hanging out. So, Scarlet, uh, does it ever get weird just hanging out with two completely silent men? Well, it's better than having ones who don't know when to keep their mouth shut, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's actually a very good point i i like you and i imagine better than people who speak in rhyme constantly i can't imagine that you scarlet or you bumblebee have someone in your as you might say canon who do this i have several people who have had a predilection in my life and I'm assuming it was tragic when they were left behind on their respective planets and aren't here on the ship. Well, bless. <laughs> now, uh, this, uh, this is base we're going back to. They got other blue women like you? Yeah, I'm afraid I'm the one and only. In terms of uh, members of the Britannic Empire, but in my ragtag little crew, my uh, side gig, as it were, uh, there's there are more. Interesting. So, so what do you do in your free time then? What's... I assume if you're not part of this empire in a more professional way. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, 
Well, what's... You you know about piracy, right? They, they have that where you're from. Yeah, we've uh, dealt with some pirates before. Okay, but what if you did piracy in space? Then uh, and... I assume you'd fight the law enforcement in space. Right. And what if the law enforcement was mostly corporate or imperial interests who sort of put you in a gray area as to the uh, morality of what you're doing? Well, the uh, G.I. Joes I was with were part of various organizations that more than once ended up in a sort of gray area, thanks to the devious plots by Cobra Commander. So I, I can understand where you're coming from. Good, good. Well, uh, maybe we can... Uh, you could join me on one of my little dalliances. Perhaps. I, I've picked up enough from your uh, Bethany friend that seems like women are too highly regarded in the uh, Empire. Yes, we're pretty much... Uh... Well, I wouldn't say second-class citizens, but maybe one-and-a-half-class. Well, like my good friend Dolly Parton said in her song about uh, breaking the glass ceiling, you break through, and then you take those big old pieces into the gillet. I like you. I like you, too. Kimberly has an arm around her. Here's to the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And, uh, last we cut back to Bethany. Uh, what's Bethany up to? I think she's, um, gone to the, um, the bow is the front, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, she's gone to the bow of the ship, um, and is kind of just, um... I think staring off into the uh, far reaches of space, um, she's not entirely on board with the fact that they're just going to take these people back and, you know, do what they do, but um, she doesn't think there's, like, really any other way about it, so she's just kind of, like, thinking to herself out there. Uh, roll me a intuition check. That is a 91. You have the sudden intense feeling that something is going to happen to the ship right now. And as you like are feeling this, you notice that your ship that you took here is floating like right next to you. Like you're able to just walk into it. So it's like a spider sense type of situation? Kind of, maybe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of, maybe. I think she reaches out to everybody um, telepathically and asks, um, does, that, does anyone else feel this? Does anyone else feel anything uneasy? Uh, you aren't getting through to them. Hello? Can, can anyone hear me? And I think she's just, like, like trying to, like, brute force it through. Like, like... If she just keeps trying, then she'll be able to reach them. And, like, coming in through your head, you hear 
the voice of your brother say, Go! Now! And it's a fearful order. Like, you've seen him angrily order you to do things, but this is... Something has scared him. Um... I think... Well, I wasn't expecting to be confronted with this. Um, I think Bethany just, like, and she can't get through to anybody else, right? Right. Oh, God. Um, I think she just goes, like, I think she just runs onto the ship. The, the yeah. I, I don't think she, she, she hesitates for a second, but then goes. And the, like, Britannic ship behind you, you see it start to pull away as if it has stopped going forward. And it is actively being sucked into some sort of portal that seems to be threshing the ship as it gets pulled in deeper and deeper. And you see some figures quickly abandoning the ship and going into the bleed with unknown fates that might befall them as your shuttle starts to lead you back oh. to the Britannic Empire oh oh my oh my, oh my god I, I think she just like is stunned as she looks at this happen as the ship takes her away oh goodness me and that's Charlie saying that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you you don't see the ultimate end of everything in there but you see enough of like it does not look good you know what happens when a ship has gone down that much and you return to the base. The ship seems to be on autopilot, the shuttle that you took there, and when you get off, Merlin is waiting there. I think she, um, I think she, like, gets off the ship, like, as soon as she can, and I think she's, like, still a little unsettled, but she, like, I think she storms, like, up to him and says, what was that mission? What did you send me to do? Oh, my dear girl, I sent you to do nothing at all. I don't give missions to non-Captain Britain members. Were you on a mission for somebody? Your brother, perhaps? Where is he? I need to speak with him now. Oh, he's, he's in his room getting ready for his next mission. And what are you doing here, waiting for me? Oh, yes, I noticed that a ship had been... Checked out from registry without any official mission, so I thought I'd check into it. Going on a little joyride, then? Yes. Yes, that's what it was. A joyride, that's all it was. <sighs> well, make sure to get permission in the future. Of course. And I think she, like, just storms, just storms away from him. Like, she's gonna go try and, um, find Byron and see what the just happened. 
Um, I'm Charlie, and you can find me at Genetic Ghost on Twitter. Um, that's it. <laughs> I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at Street Over Jen, and you can find my artwork at StreetOverJen.com. I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at Frunding underscore Loom. And on the actual play D&D 5e podcast taking place in the Waterdeep setting, RPG Pals Club. You can find that along with our Game Master Luke on RPGPals.club or on Twitter at RPG Pals Club. And I'm Devin. You can find me online at Fred of Fett, And you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with our Game Master Luke. And I've been Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Uh, this has been a special fifth week episode of Exod, following up on our 150th episode. Happy 151 episodes, everybody. Happy wow. 151 yeah. episodes. <laughs> Gosh. We, we got you a dead elf. <laughs> Uh, Exile is a weekly podcast. We'll be back next week with our continuing Masks adventures as we get closer to our final 30th arc in November, which is also going to include 12 one-shots, the majority of which will be using the phase rip system, in case you are missing that, as we bring in multiple teams, bring back old characters, and have a number of surprises. We'll be back next week, though, with the start of our 29th volume. See you then. Oh, Exiled is a weekly... Er, you can find more about us on Twitter. We also have a Patreon where for as little as $1 a month, you can get early episodes and bonus content. Uh, you can also check out the image gallery, including the full art for the cover made for this episode at exiledpodcast.com. And I think that's about it. We'll catch you next week for the next episode of Exiled. Peace. Are you happy Alpha's dead now? Are you happy? I'm... That one... That, that one... That one goes up there. That one's up there, Luke, on things that, like, just totally 180'd me. <laughs> <laughs>